Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The Saturday night get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mac coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Need to know what it takes for a home to fit both your budget and your family? Rocket can. All right, we're rocketing out to Cleveland because they are football newsmakers this week in that town, having traded Baker Mayfield and are waiting on Deshaun Watson. Here to give us a pulse of what's the thought process of those in the media in Cleveland and also a little bit of the pulse of the fan in Cleveland because he talks to them every day on his show on 92.3. The fan in Cleveland, Mike Chico Borman, joins me here on CBS Sports Radio. How are you tonight, Mike? Jody, I'm doing good. I just uh, I wish that uh, I wish it was we were the epicenter of the universe for for good news and not <laughs> bad news or dramatic news. But that doesn't seem to be the case of late. But uh, happy to be with you, bud. Appreciate your hopping aboard with me. I I wouldn't say trading Baker Mayfield is bad news. At least it gets one of the dramas off the plate going into the start of the season, and you still need to subtract a couple more. But Baker was the number one pick in the draft just a couple of years ago, gets traded for a conditional fifth that could go to a fourth. How is Baker Mayfield going to be remembered in Cleveland? Well, that's a great question. Um, And I think it's, you know, mixed reviews for for many fans here. You know, he had an incredible, in in just four years, um, he had an incredible, you know, roller coaster ride. I mean, when he first came here, you know, he embraced everything about the organization, everything about the city. And, you know, Jody, I don't have to tell you that, you know, the Cleveland Browns were bad for a long, long time when they came back in the league in 1999, an embarrassment really. And, you know, you saw it over the years. Some players would kind of finagle with their agents. Ah, I don't know if I want to go to Cleveland. Baker Mayfield was like, bring it on. Let's go. You know, I, I, I want to turn this thing around. And, and I thought, you know, initially, I think we all thought, man, this is our guy. Um, he did a lot of good here. And, and I know that, you know, look, it's this is a very emotional, very passionate fan base, which we'll never apologize for. Um, I, I think that Baker's going to be remembered for more good than bad, believe it or not. 
it's just, you know, you're coming off a, a year that was really difficult, you know, and ironic in that we're talking about an organization that made the statement, we want to have a, a, an adult in the room, and right now we don't know who the adult in the room is going to be for the Browns at quarterback, but now Baker Mayfield's in Carolina. So, I, I mean, I, roundabout way to answer your question, Jody, I, I think it's, it's mixed reviews, but I think more people over the last week or so certainly since the trade went down have been have been pretty pretty uh pretty good pretty complimentary in terms of Baker's legacy here glad to hear that uh, all right we knew from the time Deshaun Watson was traded for and signed that massive contract extension that Baker's days in Cleveland were probably numbered but it took so long for the NFL to have its process and still don't know exactly how long he's going to be suspended. I wondered aloud, is there any chance that these two parties, Baker Mayfield and the Browns, could go back and maybe just coexist for a period of time to try and save a season that the Browns think they're going to be competitive in? It's kind of a wide-open division that maybe, just maybe, they could find a way to coexist and then let Baker move on afterwards. Number one, was there ever a shot at that? And number two, if there wasn't, why do you think the trade came down now? Okay, to answer your first question, uh, and I know this has been tossed around a lot, specifically by you know national media, a little bit here as well. But I I, I say no way, and, and and the reason I say that, I mean, you know, yes, it would have been very convenient for both sides, right? You don't know when Deshaun Watson's coming back. Maybe he misses the year. Hey, you know, Baker needs to. Um, obviously get his stock back up, even if he's not the long-term answer. It's, you know, basically it's a, uh, it's a good marriage, a very short-term marriage that could work for both sides. But, you know, that's for, that's for fantasy. The real life is, you know, there were personalities involved. There were egos here on both sides. And I don't think either side, Jody, whether it's the Browns or whether it's Baker, uh, handled this particularly well. But, you know, the idea that these two were just going to kind of mend fences, get together, and, and you know, do it for the sake of the team, do it for the sake of Baker and, and both sides to be happy, I don't think was ever uh, going to come to fruition. And then as far as the second part of your question, I, I don't think that – I think the timing, honestly, is more on Carolina's part than anything. Okay. I don't think it had anything to do with Deshaun Watson. I really don't. Uh, you know, there was – that speculation, oh, my gosh, the Browns got word. I, I, don't, I don't connect any of those dots. I think Carolina just got to a point where Matt Rule said, look, my job's on the line this year. Uh, it, we don't necessarily – we know what we have in Sam Darnold. We're not too excited about that. If we're going to get a quarterback in here, we got to do it sooner rather than later. And now we're in the month of July. They've got to get Baker in there to learn the offense and be ready to go week one, which ironically is against the Cleveland Browns. Uh, the Baker rumors were running hot and heavy for the last shoot two months from the time that John Watson was acquired. Uh, and uh, some of the better information brokers in the National Football League had varying and different opinions as to whether the Seattle uh, Seahawks were involved in the Baker bidding, how much interest they did or didn't have. What did your sources tell you? It just makes sense that they were interested. How serious did or didn't the conversations get between Seattle and Cleveland? 
I would say that, you know, Seattle definitely did their due diligence, but I, I'm, I, I wouldn't be surprised, Jody, put it this way, if the leaks about that you heard it really about a week or two ago that was not only were they interested in Baker, but they were also interested in maybe extending his contract and giving him an extension. I, I think that may have been put out there by Cleveland, quite honestly. Um, I, like I said, I do think that there was interest there. But both sides, whether it was Carolina, whether it was Seattle, I think I think both sides, anybody really, was going to, you know, they were going to wait this out. Both both sides thought they had leverage. You know, Andrew Barry stated, you know, look, we're not just going to give him away. We're not going to release him. Um, and we're not going to – we don't want to pay a, a huge portion of that deal. On the other side, you had teams that, you know, whether it was after the draft, and I think Carolina's always been involved, obviously, but – you know, Carolina was probably thinking, well, we'll just kind of wait this out. Well, like I said before, now we're in July, and you've got training camp right around the corner. Matt Rule and Ben McAdoo and now Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold. I mean, you know, they've, they've got to they've get somebody ready for the start of that season. So I really don't think that um, – I think Seattle was interested. I don't think it was – We, you know, we also know that, that uh, John Schneider really liked um, uh, and has like Drew Locke for a while now. Whether or not that plays out in Seattle, we'll see. But I, I think they were interested. But I'd say it was lukewarm. Fair enough. We're talking to Mike Chico Borman from ninety-two-three, the fan in Cleveland, about the quarterback situation there. Baker Mayfield traded to the uh, uh, to uh, Carolina this week. Which means week one, if Deshaun Watson is suspended, and we're about 99% sure that's going to be the case, Jacoby Brissett starting quarterback. Browns fans okay with that? Uh, I would say for the most part, they're a little nervous. It all depends on the number of games. Um, Jody, I think that, you know, I think with any good backup quarterback, and I think Jacoby Brissett is a you know, as a pretty solid backup quarterback, I can't say that I've, you know, watched a ton of him over the years, but it's like any, you know, any backup quarterback, they're a backup for a reason. And I think when you start getting into, you know, whatever this ends up being for Deshaun, when you start getting into four game stretches, six game stretches, eight and beyond, God forbid a season. Now, all of a sudden fans are real nervous. So depending on, on how long the suspension is, if in fact it is going to come down as a suspension and wherever that might be, I think it all depends on just how long Jacoby Brissett is going to be is going to be heading up this offense. But I think if it's a four game stretch, maybe a six game stretch, I think the fan base feels like this is still a team that could kind of sniff around the playoffs. But if it's beyond that, you know, you start to question things, you get a little bit nervous. Give me the percentage chance that Jimmy Garoppolo gets traded to the Cleveland Browns. I'm going to say, I'm going to say 35. percent Wow. Um, yeah, I don't think I, I really don't think the Browns are, and, and it's not to knock Jimmy G. It's not. I, I just think that. You know, when you're looking at what he still owed, that's the other thing. I mean, obviously, he still owed some money on his deal, uh, much like Baker was, very similar situation. Um, now, this could all change depending on when when or if Deshaun Watson is suspended for, you know, eight or beyond. If it is a season, maybe they look at that. 
I just don't think Jimmy Garoppolo has really – I'm not that sold on the guy. I think he's a great leader. I think he's a hell of a, uh, a, a teammate. I think he's a, a solid quarterback. But I think when you're looking at what you'd have to give up, what you'd have to pay, I, I just don't know if Jimmy Garoppolo is is worth what it would end, would it end up being for the Cleveland Browns. I, I just, you know, I, I think he's uh, he's he's very serviceable. I think he's a great leader, as I said, showed a lot last year, knowing that Trey Lance was the guy, and still, you know, garnering the respect of everybody in that locker room. But I, I just think, as far as the Browns are concerned. I, you don't want to put anything out of the realm of possibility, especially with these guys in this past year. But I, I, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't. I think the percentage is zero. And some NFL insiders, uh, media members are saying it could have it. something that Cleveland can look at. No, they can't. And no, they won't. Mostly from a financial standpoint. They're paying Deshaun Watson all his money, even though he's not going to get it because he's going to be suspended and it's just a small percentage of his overall cash because it's all in a signing bonus. They're paying Baker $10 million to not play for, play for them this year. They're paying Jacoby Brissett backup money. Now they're going to uh, inquire uh, Garoppolo in 20 plus million. No chance. No shot. It's a zero. Remember, you heard it here for zero chance Jimmy Garoppolo uh, gets dealt to the Cleveland Browns this year. All right. Uh, question on uh, people in prominent positions there in Cleveland. We know the Deshaun Watson deal was made on an ownership level because otherwise he doesn't get the $230 plus million guaranteed if it's not signed off on by Jimmy Haslam. Because of that, are the hot seats not all that hot for either general manager or the coach this year because – Basically, the owner authorized the fact that they were going to bring on this player that they didn't know what they're going to be able to get out of. You're number one. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, I, I for, personally, I don't necessarily think Andrew Barry or Kevin Stefanski are necessarily on the on the hot seat per se. Now, I would say this: if there's a guy that is, I would say it's probably Kevin Stefanski more so than Andrew Barry. But I really don't think either guy's in jeopardy. But you know, if this team, and God knows, you know, since the trade, we've all gone through these scenarios in our head and talked about them, that, you know, let's say the Browns get off to a poor start. Let's say Baker in Carolina, God forbid, beats the Browns week one. Uh, things start to unravel. Well, I mean, I think like any, like any coach in a situation or in a position where your roster is pretty talented and pretty loaded, obviously contingent on what what the quarterback decision is um i think you're gonna you're gonna take some heat but i really honestly jody i don't think those two guys are under that much pressure and i do think a lot of it does have to do not only with jimmy and d haslam making that ultimate decision and green lighting that ultimate decision but i do think it's still very early but again it it was disappointing how this thing ended and and i want to be clear like Baker Mayfield had his issues, too. Make no mistake, he's culpable. But I, the Browns' handling of this was not the best either. So they've got some proving to do. But I, I don't know as I, if I go so far as to say that they're on the hot seat by any means. Fair enough. Um, well, you mentioned the fact that, sure enough, schedule makers not knowing what they're doing get something very <laughs> right. Week one, Cleveland Browns versus Carolina. Now, is it a good thing or a bad thing that the Browns will be facing Baker Mayfield on the road, or would it have been better if we were home, knowing the upside and the downside to the outcome of that game? Wow, great question. Great question. Um, 
First of all, let me just say, and I think you would agree, even when the NFL doesn't try, they seem to just fall backwards into getting it right, right? Yes, like very, a, very much know, they so. Can't, man, oh, man. But I, I, think, uh, I think the fans would definitely be, you know, and, and yes, there's, there's definitely fans that support Baker and, and will defend Baker, but to the point of, you know, well, they're going to they're gonna pull for Baker week one if it were at home. No, I mean, he would, he would be hearing it. I mean, this is a fan base, like I said, from a year ago, high expectations. And, you know, it's been such a roller coaster for these, this fan base. And I, let me say this, these fans don't deserve this. I mean, I, I, I get it. You know, hey, it's, you know, you, th- this is what happens if you're a fan of, a, uh, of any team, for that matter, in any sport. But they've kind of been dragged through the mud. And, you know, they want to get excited about Deshaun Watson, yet they have to put that on, on hold for a little bit as far as what happens with that. But I think if, you know, if, if it were Baker and it were, it's probably better that it's on the road, I think, for all parties involved um, and just for the safety of our city. <laughs> because I don't, you don't know about emotions week one and everything. I, nowadays, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a little nervous about that stuff. But, no, I think everybody – would be well behaved, but it's probably it's probably best that it is on the road to start here in uh, in, in the season. Understood. Now, since I got a Buckeye on the air, how good is C.J. <laughs> Stroud going to be? Is he going to be the number one pick in the draft this upcoming April? Wow, I think he's special. Um, I, you know, it, it, you never quite know as far as you know the, how the rest of it's going to play out. This is always one of those. You love talking about him, but there's always that one guy that you didn't mention to start the season that emerges, and there's always that one or maybe even two guys that you were talking up, and then they're not even really in the conversation. I don't think that's going to be the case with C.J. Stroud. I mean, they are this, this Ohio State offense, Jody, as you know, is absolutely loaded. I mean, he's going to have wide receivers to throw to. He, uh, Brian Hartline has done an incredible job stocking the shelf year after year at that position. You've got a great running back in Travion Henderson. So if I had to say right now, yeah, I guess I'll, I'll go out. I'll, I'll go out in the limb and say CJ will be the number one pick. But even if he's not, I think you're looking at top five, and I think you're looking at a special kid in the pros. All right. Now I'm really going to make your life difficult by asking you, who's going to be better oh. five years from now, CJ Stroud or Justin Fields? Oh wow, man! You are full of great questions. <laughs> um, I'll tell you what. I'll go. I'm going to go C.J. Stroud, um, and, and it's always tough because you never know the situation that you know. We know what Justin Fields is in right now in Chicago, and it's going to be it's going to be an uphill climb. I think those guys are very, very good. I think C.J. I think C.J. When it comes to accuracy, and and once he I think he's still very, I don't want to say new to the position, but, you know, he was a guy that wasn't really talked about, ballyhooed and hyped up, you know, in high school, at least until the very end. He was a great point guard in hoops, and he's just kind of, he's gotten better and better. And I think with uh, with Ryan Day's tutelage, mentioned the talent around him, I, I kind of think that upside's just a little bit higher, as much as I hate that word upside, but... I'm a big fan of both players, as a matter of fact. And I'm no Buckeye. I'm just an objective East Coast observer. I love them both. Um, yep. And uh, if you take CJ, you, are, you should do so because 
damn, the Bears are doing nothing to help Justin Fields out. They got the worst receiving core in the National Football go. League. He can't land in as bad a spot as uh, Fields did. I, I love both of the players. We'll have to see where C.J. lands. Hey, great stuff. Appreciate you coming out with me, Mike. Uh, we will uh, please pass my rewards on to your stupid boss when next you see him. He's a good man. Uh, <laughs> take care of him out there in Cleveland for me. Thanks for jumping on with me tonight. Jody, my pleasure. Keep up the good work, buddy. You got it. That is Mike Chico Borman, night host on 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland, sharing us some brown insight here on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Jody Mack coming back. Let's get those phones restoked. We'll certainly continue the football conversation while keeping the hoops and the baseball and everything else going, too. 855-212-4227. Jody Mack hanging with you here on CBS Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 